Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined from his lovely home with our good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, good morning to you. How are you? I'm doing good. You're home. You're nice and fresh. It's. I like it when John's home. I don't feel like I'm torturing you as much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a full day of football today, yeah, and I had three floating holidays I had to use uh, before the end of the year, and I didn't realize they were use them or lose them, so no. I'm going to use them. So I got another Sunday off in two weeks, and then uh, I couldn't get a third Sunday off, so I've got a Thursday to make a nice three-day week weekend for me. So, all right, well, let me know how and when you want to record, because this is all up to you lately, John. I'm trying to figure out your schedule, so whatever you want to do. Yeah, I'm you good and with me both. It. Yeah, uh, my schedules are crazy right now. So, I'm good with. And uh, now Presley stands up like he's ready to go nuts. He just settled down, but. Mom's out there decorating the Christmas tree, so we're putting the tree up in the light. I set the tree up. She's putting the lights on it, and he hears her doing stuff, so he wants to know what Mom's doing now, but you know the drill, John. So three floating holidays. You used one. You get to watch football all day today, so you can follow along with your fantasy. See yeah, who. I know. Got to watch the disappointing Gators lose to Missouri last night. So that, that didn't start off well, but oh well, it is what it is. You, you know? guys do not have a quarterback, do you? He he was doing okay, and then he got hurt in the fourth or the beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, and no, he's not very good. But our, our defense was the problem last night, Doug. You give up mm. 33 points, you can't expect to win, even in college. You know, I mean. So, well, yeah. here in here in Philadelphia, it always seems like the defense don't get any crap. It's always the offense. <laughs> Even back in the McNabb days, like, and I and Jim Johnson used to walk on water from around here, and I like Jim a lot. God rest his soul. I loved and loved the man, Jim Johnson. But we'd lose a we'd lose a playoff game, thirty-one to twenty-eight, and Donovan would drive back to take the lead, twenty-eight twenty-four, with uh, three minutes left in the game, and the defense would give up the drive, and the whole nine yards was the offense never scored enough points. I never, I yeah, I, I don't yeah. understand it. I don't understand it around here. It's the same thing here now. 
Jalen Hurts is averaging 28 points a game or 28 points something per game. And the problem with the team now is the offense looks off. <laughs> you think, <laughs> seriously, the, the offense doesn't look like it did last year. It ain't as, it ain't as dominating as it was last year. The, 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 the whole NFL isn't as dominant on offense as it was last year because these defensive coordinators are tired of getting kicked in this stuff and they figured stuff out. You, know, you get what I'm saying, yeah. John? I mean, things change. They adapt. Teams are adapting to the run-pass option and the run-run option, which we run. But we're still – do you think there's much wrong with our offense, John? No, I think you're just fine. I'm just yeah. curious if if you had laid those uh, points like Miami did against Denver, would somebody still be criticizing the offense? <laughs> 70 isn't enough. No. no. Okay. <laughs> and even their defense now looks okay. You know, it's the way yeah. NFL is. Yeah. It's Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they gave up the 70. So ever since that game, they've, they've uh, toughened it up. So. Yeah, and every other fantasy star, every other fantasy owner has been uh, – screwed after that game because you oh they're playing denver let's start whoever's yeah. playing denver yep yep yeah so but now i just hate they're playing tomorrow night my birds i hate monday night i do when i was a kid and i still love it when i'm not doing the job i'm doing when i'm working for myself you know i can get i get up when i get up but i still get up it's weird i still get up just as early almost but when you get up on your own compared to the alarm clock is totally different isn't it john <laughs> yeah when you when you get up on the weekend or or you don't have to get, be anywhere at a certain time there's a certain bit of relaxation even if you still get up at 5 30 or you, yes or you roll out of bed at six it, it feels better so yeah like this morning i uh i rolled out of bed today at 10 after six i still i didn't i wasn't upset with it but during the week, if I get up, and the alarm goes off between five and six. I'm screaming and yeah, oh my god, I hate it. God help me. You first thing I do every morning, dude, that alarm goes off at ten or five or five o'clock, and uh, my feet hit the floor. Oh God, help me. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> you get up the same time on Sunday, you're like early riser. I'm up early. But no, when they play Monday night, dude, I hate it. But when I was a kid with uh, Danny Don and and Al Michael, uh, not Al Michaels, and uh, what's his face? Uh, now I'm losing my brain. Uh, what's the Howard big? Cosell. Howard Cosell and, and that whole crew, dude. It was like an event every week. You know, I mean, the music, the, still the music on ESPN when they played the Monday night football music, it, it gets me going, but... Just now, getting up after watching it all Sunday night, it, it, I, I won't miss a snap, John. I have to stay up the entire game. I can't go upstairs because Brenda will go, you can watch upstairs with me if you don't yell. Well, I guess I'm not watching upstairs with you. <laughs> uh, There's rules and regulations. Yeah, but, dude, what is she, 30? Dude, we've been together 30, going on 33 years. This year will be 33 years. And she's telling me not to yell. I mean, does she not know me yet, John? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, Doug, we celebrated our 27th anniversary this past week. Oh, so. happy anniversary. I didn't see anything posted, so I would have wished you guys. Uh, it was all over Facebook, my friend. All right. So. Okay. All the listeners do know this. Doug on Facebook, what, five times a year, John? <laughs> if I'm lucky? I don't do the Facebook. I do the twitter the x whatever the hell you want to call it and i do instagram a little bit but for the most part it's twitter and x 
and I do the show. I'm on Podbeam and uh, sitting this show up. I don't do. You're the Facebook kid, so I'm sorry and happy anniversary. No, oh, no problem. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. 27 years. It's quite a uh, quite 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 impressive, if I say so myself. Yes, so, it is. I, and I figured it out, Doug. That uh, apparently the the couples that do Disney together stay together. I look at me and you, or me and me and Lisa, you and Brenda. And, uh, Bob and Mary, yeah. uh, Dennis and his wife. I mean, it, it seems like a, a ju- uh, Tommy and Judith, you know, it seems like a, if you uh, love Disney together, you go all the time or as much as you can. Uh, you, you have a tendency to stay together. So I like it. So. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, uh, the only problem is there's one in every family that drags the other one more down there. <laughs> you're lucky. You're, you, you're both dragging each other, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we both evenly like it as much. Although I wouldn't mind going to some of the other parks as much. At least I could just have Epcot passes, I think, at this point. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say. Brenda Brenda loves uh, all of them. She's e- Brenda, that's the one The one thing that's great about Bren Bren. Well, there's a million things great about Bren Bren. But, excuse me, I'm going to cough. I'm going to pause this, John. All right, cough, cough, coughy, cough, 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 cough. But anyhow... Brenda is, I've told you this a hundred times, we get to the park, she's just ready to follow whatever one I pick for the day. She don't say, I want to go here, I want to go there. She's happy wherever she's at as long as we can get food and drink, John. There you go. Oh. But, uh, no, I'm uh, I'm sad about Monday Night Football. I'm happy it's a rematch, but I'm so tired of hearing, Oh, Tay-Tay and Kelsey! Tay-Tay and Kelsey! Are you tired of Tay-Tay and Kelsey, dude? I, I try not to pay any attention to it. There, there's a couple of cults in the in the country right now, and I think the Swifties are one of them. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> they are, man. <laughs> they are, man. And I'll get blackballed because I, I'm like, I'm not a Swiftie, dude. I don't understand. It's like the rules that regard her. I don't understand how she makes all this, all these songs for a record company, and somebody she doesn't like buys the songs. That she can go back and re-record all of her songs on her own. Isn't that like copyright infringement or something? Like how does somebody buy something and then the person can remake it? Like I didn't hear the Beatles crying when Michael Jackson bought the catalog or Sony. They're going to redo all their songs. Have you? No. I don't understand how. But if you, if you, dude, if you, if you talk against Tay-Tay, dude, it's like uh, sacrilegious and, you know, it's, you're, you're, you're like the anti-you-know-what, John. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get the whole Tay Tay thing. I, I like Travis. I don't get the Tay Tay thing, but it's me getting in trouble again, John. Nah, I, th- I think the uh, social media has just blown it up way too much, and it's, yeah. it's, it's annoying, is what it is. I mean, it, it's one thing to show somebody's girlfriend in the crowd. Okay, what yeah. do you do? But I mean, get on over with it. Oh, Nobody. Travis scored a touchdown. What's Tay doing? What's Tay Tay doing up in the? Oh, she's hugging his mother. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh, there he goes. Presley, stop. Prez. And the world. He got scared. The computer rebooted itself. And it startled him. He was out cold. But, uh, no. And the big thing is, John, there's a football game going to be going on at the same time their parents meet, John. Can you believe that? (laughs) Tay-Tay's daddy's going to meet the mommy. It's all. I'm listening to the NFL Network. The um, that's what's on. 
And that's how I'm getting my Tay-Tay information, John. I, I, I want to throw my Sirius radio out the window. Because <laughs> they're talking about, it's going to be the first time that Taylor's daddy meets Travis's mommy and daddy. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm calling to see what you think. Is Patrick Mahomes, is, and what, what do we think about Mahomes, how he's playing this year, and how their wide receivers are. And I got to hear... Well, she's a lifelong Eagles fan, and her dad's a lifelong Eagles fan. Do you think he's going to wear Eagles stuff in the box, John? Ooh, as the Tay-Tay turns. I'm like, shut up already. And now here I am talking about it. Shut up, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's, compla- yep. he's complaining about it and talking too much, but yeah, he's talking about it. Yes, anyway. <laughs> yep, yep. So well, they got you. They yep. got you, Doug. <laughs> um, see, I got to call myself out on my own crap, John. <laughs> but my own crap yesterday was, uh, as you can hear, my voice is a little raspy, right? Friday. Yeah, a little bit. Friday, I'm sanding with a power sander on the job site, and I'm like, it's a little dustier than, why? Because it's a power sander, and it has a vacuum on it, so you don't get much dust. But I'm starting to notice a little dust. Then I've noticed a little more, and all of a sudden, the hose blew on it, and I was big. I look like a powdered donut on uh, Christmas <laughs> Eve, John. Ho, ho, ho. I literally look like I was doing tree flocking. Like, Come get your tree flocked for Christmas over here. So my power sander blew up, so that got me started. And then I did leaves all day yesterday, John, and I'm alert. All that stuff just gets me really bad, and I'm stupid. I can't wear a mask outside, John. I just I'm anti riding tractor with a mask on. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, man, never, never even crossed my mind. Yeah, so. yeah. My wife would go, "Honey, put a mask on." Okay, baby. I'll think about it. Because I'm allergic to grass, dude. I've been since I've been a kid. But I'd rather suffer with this than be the, watch the cars go riding by and go, look, look at that doofus on his mower with his mask on. <laughs> I just, I, it's bad enough I got my headphones on, John, because I got the earmuffs on so I can listen to music. When I got the earmuffs on and the mask on riding my tractor, I look like a doofus, dude. I can look cool. I can look like the Marlboro Man on my tractor, John. <laughs> You know, some of them get some of them guys doing landscaping at Walt Disney World. They amaze me. It's the middle of the summer, July. It's like 94, 97 degrees, 100 percent humidity. They're out there in long pants, long sleeves, a mask. Even some of them will wear a a, a hoodie uh, yeah. over the top of their head. How do you possibly do that? I, I never understand it. But yet well, they're they're fully engulfed in clothing. Bet- so. Between me and you, they're the actual smart ones, John. But we're the idiots. Oh, I'm sure. We're the idiots, but don't tell anybody. Don't tell my wife I said that. I should be wearing <laughs> one, but I just can't do it. I can't. With my glasses on, too, that's the biggest thing I can't see. They fog up. So I justify it by saying I got to see the cars coming in case I get, you know, I run into the street, John. So, but no, I did yard work all day long yesterday. So that was a lot of fun. Is that what you were doing this morning? Uh, no, we just slept in a little bit and got some made some breakfast. Yeah. So and it was nice making breakfast and having a cup of coffee for a change in a relaxed state, you know. So. Yeah, and then last night, John, we made sausage stir-fry. It was so good, dude. We went to the local Amish market. They got fresh, sweet, and, and spicy uh, turkey sausage. And we got the sweet, which is... Their sweet is 
a half a flame of hot is, what, is basically <laughs> what it is. They're hot as we just throw, they're hot sausage as we just threw five habaneros in each piece of sausage. <laughs> and believe me, I'm paying for it already today, John. But it was very, very good. And we put fresh broccoli, fresh cauliflower, uh, you know, all the good fruit, all the good veggies in there, John. Green pepper, red, you know, yellow, you know, to make it look pretty. Oh, it, it really came out good. You ever have a sausage stir fry? No, uh, nobody in my family except for me is a big fan of sausage. So, uh, Not even like a turkey sausage? No, 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 doesn't matter what type. Breakfast sausage is the only type Lisa eat, but for like bratwurst and knockwurst or yeah, maybe Italian sausage every once in a while, but that's it. Yeah, it was really and, it was really good. JJ won't eat any of it, so. Um, JJ makes the decisions on what the main food is in the house, right, John? Uh, no, I usually make the main decisions, <laughs> but then you got then you got to try to figure out who uh, uh, was going to eat what. We got a lot of picky eaters in the house. So, uh, yeah, that's one thing I'm happy is happy here. The only thing we can is mom can't have shellfish, but besides that, nobody's picky in this house. Like yeah. we. We don't have to make side dishes, which is a good thing. But uh, last week we did the show and we were talking about the holiday kitchens. And literally two hours after we ended the show, the holiday kitchens came out, John. Yeah, well, don't that figure for us? Yeah. Well, I brought it up on uh, the food blog, John. So they have a pretty good. uh, Because I was digging on this site and it seems to be buried behind 37 other stories. So. I bought it. Yeah, on, I've got I, it up. I've yeah, got it on the other one too. Yeah, so. I brought it up on DFB. So we'll start off with uh, well, how about that? How about we start off with the holiday kitchens? Start off with hey, something positive sounds, for a change around here. Sounds good to me. So, uh, are you guys gonna possibly get over there, or are you gonna try to swim uh, through? Maybe no, for, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, and no, and no. Holiday kitchens, holiday celebrate celebration, the world over share, something in common, a major aspect of the seasoned food, the food booth referred to as the holiday kitchens for this event. So click here to see all the holiday kitchen menus. So we're going to click here, John. Click, and click, click. Clickety, clickety, click, click, click. I love that they... Now, like I said a million times, now all they have to do is uh, put the 4th of July one in, the summer barbecue fest, and we're good. The American holiday, the American holiday table. Slow roasted turkey with stuffing, mashed taters, green beans, and cranberry sauce. So it's your basic Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner, John. Yep. So you can grab that right now. You, can, Dude, head over there for Thanksgiving, go to the American kitchen, and you're set. Don't even have to cook. Who's doing the cooking in your house this year? I got to cook the turkey here. I'm working Thanksgiving, so we're having a, a ready-made um, kind of Thanksgiving dinner on Wednesday. So it, it it's quick and compact, and I'll be trying to work Tuesday and Wednesday. So, holi- I mean, I, I don't want to sound depressing or anything. It's just not, not a, a priority around the house this year. Um, mm-hmm. We got so much other stuff going on. So, and not to mention that it's just depressing, Doug. I mean, the, my shed burned down the day after Christmas last year. So, oh, and Jesus. that's when we were, yeah, that's when we were doing our 
our our holiday last year we were celebrating christmas on the day that it, it burnt down so it, it's just it it's kind of <laughs> dismal around here this year so well, not, not to not to sound depressing i'm no, sorry but that's just the way it is so well not to on that note yesterday when i was doing the yard work and all i'm out there and i'm getting ready to just do the and well, i got a squirrel in my other shed in my work shed here there's a little spot in the soffit where he got through so I'm going, and he got in there last week, and I'm beating around, and he's up there crawling around. I think he has a nest because I see leaves all over the garage. I'm pissed off now, but I'm still, dude, I'm afraid a little bit of the vermin. You know, I don't want him, all I think about is Christmas vacation in the tree and the squirrel jumping <laughs> on the head, and I don't need any of that, John. I don't need a squirrel on my head. So I went in there yesterday, and he wasn't around. I couldn't hear him. I'm beating on the upper deck to make sure I don't hear him. So I turn on my leaf blower and I put it up on the upper deck. I figure if he hears that leaf blower, he's running out. Wouldn't you, John? Probably, yeah. So he didn't. So that's the problem. You go out to do one thing and you get sidetracked doing 10 others. Now I'm outside with my brake bending metal to redo my soffits on my shed before I started my leaves. But you mentioning that, dude, I talked to you before. I think that's probably might have what happened. A squirrel or something came in there and bit your wire. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was our one cold day last year, and it, it things had froze, and and I'm sure critters were in there trying to stay warm. So yeah. and they're not accustomed to the Florida cold either. So no, <laughs> but, yeah. So yeah. I went in there last night. I'm like uh, on both my sheds. I redid a lot of the metal to make sure I don't have any more critters, John. Because it's I don't care going into your shed and finding a couple squirrel in there ain't fun, John. <laughs> The squirrels I don't mind too much, but we have a lot of uh, field mice around here too, and you'll find those every once in a while. They, for some reason, mice creep me out a little more than squirrels do. So even though I work for one, but you yeah, know. well, he's a cool mouse. He stands straight up. I bet if the regular mice walked around on their feet like that, you wouldn't have a problem with them, John. I don't know, five five foot tall mouse. I, I might freak a little pe- couple people out. So, well, I'm talking about a law. Six-inch tall mouse walking on his back feet. I think that'd be kind of cute. That's what I'm trying to say, dude. All right. If you walked in the shed, he was standing up on his feet and waving to you. You'd be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? (laughs) Anyhow, back to the menus. Blackened catfish with Hoppin' John and comeback sauce. What's a comeback sauce, John? I'm assuming you eat it, you like it, and you come back. Oh, come back. Dude, I got to come back for that sauce. That's a good call there, there, John. I, I, do you like a good catfish? I've been fishing for catfish and eating catfish my entire life. So yeah, yeah. There's more catfish restaurants around me than uh, barbecue restaurants, and there's probably thirty barbecue restaurants. <laughs> well, yeah. I will tell you one thing, dude. If you hit the hit the button and go to the website, I mean, did you click to see the pictures? Uh, yeah, I see that. Oh yeah, that looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, the first one is the turkey, which looks, and the green beans, that looks fantastic. And the blackened catfish with the hop and John and come, that looks delicious, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It looks like a, a nice serving, too. It's not a not a skimpy little thing, is it? No, it's not. They, 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 there's your, that, it would be a good dinner. Be a, and the prices aren't bad if you're going to eat your Thanksgiving dinner. Because, dude, I'm cooking this year. I went out and bought three turkey tenderloins this year. I'm doing the tenderloins. I'm going to do them on the grill. What do you think three turkey tenderloins cost me, John? 
They're not huge yeah. either. They're decent size, but three turkey tenderloins was $36, John. Just for three turkey tenderloins. So yeah. you go eat this. That ain't a bad, you'd probably save money going to Disney to eat your, tur <laughs> your Thanksgiving dinner. And then yeah. eggnog white porter. You into an eggnog white porter? Yeah, I had that a couple of years ago, and it was actually really good. So, uh, but uh, as with anything eggnog, I think one uh, or even for you, one sip would probably do you. But yeah. I think I drank that one, and then I I had to go sit down in Japan for a while because yeah. it's pretty rich. Would you have uh, to chase it with a frozen Kieran? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> you know, let's loosen that up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, we and then they have the Playa 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 Linda Brewing Company peppermint chocolate stout. What do you think? I think I tried that, and I didn't. I, that might have been one of the, one of the three beers that I actually disposed of without consuming the entire thing one time. So. Shame on you, John. Yeah, there's only been three. So, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I had a. We went food shopping Friday night, and Brenda wanted Starbucks, and I had a peppermint, mocha, coffee, John. It was delish. It was so oh, good, <laughs> dude. I walked around Starbucks with my pinky out. I was, I, bet, I was the yeah. creme de la creme. I, I, I knew how it felt like to be the upper crest, John. Get my Starbucks and go and shop. That's more yuppie uh, housewife, isn't it? <laughs> Peppermint yeah. mocha. Yeah, dude, it was so good. Don't tell anybody I drink this stuff, okay, John? It's between <laughs> me and you, buddy. Doug drinks black coffee, yeah. like a man. Yeah, no sugar, no cream, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and I like it as hot as it can possibly get, John. Uh, but anyhow. But yeah, we went shopping Friday night. I'm doing the cooking. Brenda has to work Thanksgiving. So she gets done at five. I'll have my 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 little ape my Disney apron on, John, and I'll be cooking dinner for the three girls this year. <laughs> uh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. What do we have? The gingerbread cookie too. We read the beverages. You want to do the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen? Yeah, let's go back and I'll pull it up. So, Bavaria Holiday Kitchen. So we're going to assume this is near Germany. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big stretch there, John. But yeah, uh, pork schnitzel with mushroom sauce, spatzel and braised red cabbage, cheese fondue and a bread bowl with steamed baby vegetables and marble potatoes, and a Litzen cookie. So uh, I'd definitely get the pork schnitzel. We had this a couple of years ago, and it was really, really good. Then the last time we had it, it tasted like they had changed to a a frozen version of the pork schnitzel instead of a fresh cube steak. So it'll be interesting to see if they have it back to its former glory or if they stay with the frozen cardboard. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it does look good. You got pictures here. The red cabbage looks good. I like red cabbage, too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're German, so yeah, that's that's a, a meal fit for a, a king right there. So that's good stuff. When I do my uh, tacos in the summer, my uh, shrimp tacos and my fish tacos, I like to do a, a slaw that has the red cabbage in it. It's really good. But no, they looked. Uh, the the I'll tell you what, the roll with the cheese fondue looks really good. And what's this cross section? I think they just. What's oh, they cut it in half. Okay. Yeah, they just cut the, the schnitzel in yeah, half yeah, so you okay. can see it. Yeah. I'm like, is this a... At first, I thought it was a croissant, John. Like, with another meal I'm missing <laughs> here. Uh, no, but it looks pretty It looks pretty good. The cheese fondue, though, 
I mean, that's a lot of cheese on a roll there, isn't it, John? Yeah, I guess you're supposed to. What, what's the point? You dip the vegetables into the cheese fondue, eat the vegetables, and then you can eat the rest of the bread. I yeah, guess that's I your, guess so. your end goal. Like, uh, pause this because it's going to get a little weird, but that looks like instant constipation to me. To be honest, what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know, you're on and a you're Disney blocked. trip. You're <laughs> and on. And you're blocked. <laughs> yeah, you're on a trip. You know, your stuff changes up as it is. Whenever you're on vacation, your body, your body's like, ah, we're not. We're not gonna be normal here, dog. We're just like yeah. right now, you know. But yeah, now you're gonna eat that 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 cheese here at the Bavarian Kitchen. Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> you better balance it out with a couple of beers. Yeah. So Postman Pure Hard Apple Cider, the Tank Brewing Company, Prost Festivere. Have you tried that? Uh yeah probably uh, yeah any of the festival beers that I've tried before and yeah. they're they're all they're all good yeah so. they got a new cost what is that Kostritzer Schwartz Schwartzbrier Bitburger it's a new one dude if you get drunk you're not gonna be able to reorder give me the KSB please <laughs> and then they got regional Riesling and some other wines here hot spice wine have you, have I had to try that one year. Yeah, I think me and Brenda tried that too. I thought that was yeah. I think it was pretty good if I remember. It was okay. I mean I actually I had wanted to try it for several years, but I had to wait until we were actually out there and it was somewhat chilly because I'm certainly not drinking hot spiced wine when it's eighty two. So yeah. We actually were out there one year and I think it was maybe fifty and yeah, it was pretty good. It it, it did its job. And really more than anything, Doug, I wanted to try it because I don't know if they make a big deal out of it in the in the TV show, but in the books, um, especially on the wall, uh, uh, John was always making hot spiced wine for uh, uh, the uh, uh, Lord Commander. So, oh, okay. There you go. So, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're talking about it. I mean, so yeah, it was. Uh, I had to try it. That's what they drank on the wall. So. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, I think we had a chilly night down there when we were down there. It was like December or whatever, and we tried this before, so... Yeah, uh, well, speaking of the weather here, uh, today is beautiful. It's actually probably going to be about a high of 79, but we had five days of pretty much uninterrupted rain, Doug. It rained so much on Thursday that they canceled the they, – they got everybody over there, but then ended up having to cancel the Christmas party. And so they had to refund – they refunded your money. They gave you a ticket to another night, or they gave you a one-day park hopper. But uh, that's how big it was, I mean, how much rain we had. And it's funny – uh, being a Floridian, I know we get these random fronts that come through, and w this was a low that built up in the Gulf of Mexico and then just kind of sat on us for five days and rained and rained and rained. But it's it's amusing to me to hear, um, like, a, uh, two families, one from Minnesota, one from uh, New Jersey, talking on the back of my bus uh, saying, yeah, well, it's Florida. You know, it rains for 20 minutes, and then it'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a summer, sweetheart. It's no. not a, it's not the 4 o'clock afternoon thunderstorm. So there's a big difference. So And that's John calling all you women sweetheart. You remember that? It wasn't dog. <laughs> it wasn't dog. That was John. And you were giving me flashbacks from when I was a child. My brother actually sat on me for five days straight one time, John. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. You know, you don't want that. Oh, the, these two are both very good, and I would have them again at... The Jumbo Shrimp Cocktail and the Jana Crab Claw Cocktail, John, they were both really good. I love the mustard sauce, the ground mustard sauce that go with the crab claws. Even though 
I enjoy the crab meat by itself. I had to try it. I didn't use a lot of it because even when I eat crab legs here, I barely dip them in. When I was younger, I used to use butter more. But now, the older I've gotten, the less I I just like it, the plain meat. What about you? Uh, I'm a fan of the butter. So, but uh, I can eat them either way. I mean, actually, we can. I, at times, we'll we'll just buy them and, and eat them with with nothing at all if you don't feel like melting yeah. butter. But at the same time, if it's there in front of me, I'll take it. So. Yeah, I just enjoy like if I'm doing like two dozen, uh, two pounds of crab legs, and they give me the butter, out of say thirty legs, I might dip five. You know what I'm saying? I I I'll dip periodically, but when I was younger, uh. The dipping would be the bowl, the little butter bowl would be empty. You follow me as I got older, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I still like butter, don't get me wrong. I ain't nothing like a warm, nice butter roll. You ever used to? Have, I used to have butter roll for breakfast a lot. I'd stop at Wawa and get a butter roll on the way into work. I, I like a butter roll. And we used to have this place where my brother, my brother lived. Uh, the guy's no longer there no more, but he used to have him and his wife had a little bakery, a little bread bakery in their house. And you'd pull up in the morning, John. He would start selling at like 5.36 in the morning. And when he was out, he was out. And it was hot out of the oven, John. Oh, nice. That's, uh, that's fantastic. Uh, we'd pull up, get some bread. We'd have butter, slather, and go to work. It was like good times. Yeah. But do you like it? Did you have either of these? It looks really good, don't they, John? Yeah, they they look really good. No, I don't think uh, I don't think we went there. I think that name um, didn't didn't attract me, so I didn't realize that there was actually cocktails there or, or uh, shrimp cocktails and crab cocktails. Yeah, no, dude. I, I I thought it was a uh, champagne. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I was drinking doing a Lumangello at that time. All right, cool. no, but anyway, jumbo shrimp cocktail with prosecco cocktail sauce and a grilled lemon. And Jonah Crab Claw Cocktail with Stone Ground Mustard Sauce, which, dude, you guys hear me cook all the time. My wife calls me the mustard blankety-blank-blank because every time I go into the supermarket, if there's a new mustard out, first of all, I'm buying it. But second of all, we got like 10 to 15 different kinds of mustard in the cabinet all the time, John. I love cooking with different spiced and horseradish mustard and beer mustard and, you know... Stone Ground and Honey Dijon. I like mixing them all together. Do you like cooking with mustard? Uh, sometimes, depending on what I'm doing. I know you got a, uh, a mustard salmon um, dish that you make, and I want to get that recipe from you because all of a sudden, uh, uh, yeah, it, it does sound good. So Okay, it, it is delish. Uh, let me see. I'll, I, I'll say it to you now, and then I, and I'll send it to you later, but it's a little bit of thyme, a little bit of rosemary. White wine, like it, if you're just doing one piece, let's just say one piece of uh, or two pieces of salmon, it's like a, a little like two tablespoons of white wine, a tablespoon of uh, uh, gar- uh, olive oil, a little bit of fresh diced up garlic, like mint, like mince it down. Uh, like I said, the white wine, the the olive oil, the garlic, little bit of stone ground mustard, little bit of honey Dijon mustard, John, okay. and then. You whip all that together, and what you do is you put the salmon in the, uh, and you put it in the, uh, now I'm losing my mind. Uh, 
What's the top, the top burn? The broiler. Jesus Christmas, dude. It's early. You got me up early, John. Even though right, it's no, 10 confused. hours in. All right, all right. No, you put it in the broiler. Put it at the top rack. Put it on the broiler. You put it in for seven minutes, the salmon. Then you pull it out, and then you put it in for another five with the with the uh, glaze on top of it. It is so good, John. It is absolutely mm. delicious. And then I do a pork tenderloin with some of the same things, but I add a little bit uh, different mustards to it. My pork tenderloin has like five different mustard in it, John. Really good. And the good thing, the pork tenderloin's already tender, and then you add this mustard to it, it tenderizes it even more, John. Very good. Cool. So, But yeah, I'll send that to you again, or you can write it down off the air, because I know you never listen to this show, so. You don't listen no more, do you, John? I don't. I don't listen to any podcast anymore, honestly. So I guess yeah. I'm sick of them all. Yeah. So, but no, these uh, crab claws—they give you four nice size crab claws too, John. Yeah, that looked actually like not that bad of a deal. So, and it gives you a little bit of work. You know, it's always rewarding when you have to work to get your food a little bit, crack the crab legs, or yeah. you know, uh, shell the sh- uh, shrimp. So, uh, I don't know. I. Anything with the name possum in it, John, isn't cute to me. Or I don't think I want to dry it. But possum pure hard apple cider. Have you ever had that? No, I don't believe I had. The Tank Brewing Company Prost Festa beer. Uh, then we do, we're we're back. And I'm sorry, I popped back up. I'm reading those couple again because I seen them. I didn't think you've had them either. I just seen possum and that attracted me. The, <laughs> the char and chop, John char and chop you want to read these ones yeah yeah let's take a look what they have here uh looks like you're gonna have a roasted porchetta with lemon parsley salsa verde and shaved fennel salad a grilled why bother impossible spicy sausage with herb polenta puttanesca sauce and ricotta Uh, well why would you go through the trouble of making an impossible sausage but then put it with ricotta anyway so you took away the vegan uh, aspect of that but Anyway, and, and to balance out the impossible sausage, we're going to have a meat authority trio of shaved meats with baby arugula, pickled mustard seeds, truffle oil, and and a grilled ciabatta. So. I'll be honest with you. I'd I be getting nothing from this booth. Nothing looks even great to me. Does, do you? You're looking at the pictures? I mean, the, the only thing I might, the charcuterie board, the pork chop itself, it doesn't look, I mean, it's probably good. I mean, if somebody gave it to me, I'd have it, but... The roasted bruschetta, that, doesn't that look just bland to you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's really just, yeah, not that exciting. No. The the porchetta I tried just because I, that's one of the items that I delivered for years and years, and I don't think I've ever tried it, so I would be uh, curious as to just to see what it tastes like because I did take it places for, for so long, so. Well, on that plate, it kind of disappears. Yeah. Yeah, so. And what alcoholic beverages they have here, John? You got a, a beer flight here, John. Yeah, you can, uh, let's see. You got a Krombacher Pilsner, a North Coast Laguna Baja Vienna Lager, Motorworks Brewery Midnight Espresso Coffee Porter. I've had that one before, and that's that's a good one. It gives you a slight buzz in both ways. Go Go Birdie Pinot Noir, a Bloody Mary with seaside grown Bloody Mary mix, and Curveball or Curveball Barbecue Whiskey. Woo. And a beer flight. So, yeah, I think I'd, this this might be the one that I'd actually get a beer flight from. It sounds uh sounds like some decent stuff. So, 
Well, I'll and be a Pilsner, cool. a lager, and a porter. So. Yeah, I would love to try. I would like to try that North Coast Laguna Baja lager. Yeah, and that would be one of those beer flights that you'd be easily distinguishable about what beers you're having. You wouldn't have to necessarily keep looking at the card because you can tell. You can certainly tell a porter from a, a lager, and you should be able to tell the lager from the from the well, ale. Well, so. the, dude, you want to know something here? And you say that, and I'm shocked. Look at the uh, pictures of these beers. Did they mess them up, or the lager is darker? Than, well, the Pilsner is kind of a lager, so that's light too. Pilsner. Yeah. But look how dark that lager is, dude. I don't I don't see too many lagers that dark, do you? I'm trying to well, it did its trick to me, so let me try to get back to it. It's okay. Yeah, this is one yeah. of the darkest lagers I've ever seen. Yeah, that is a it, yeah, yeah, that's more of a uh the almost like a red, you know, yeah. something like that. So, but yeah, yeah, it is darker yeah, so. than usual. I would be, I would be, I would have been tricked, John. I would have think that, well, and like I said, pilsners are light, so you would know yeah, it by putting yeah. it down. But yeah, that's darker than your average uh, lager there, Baba Booey, or Baba Louie, Baba Louie, not Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey's from another show, John. Uh, what else we have here? Holiday heart desserts. We're just gonna milk chocolate mousse wreath, apple caramel crumble cake, chocolate covered toffee brittle, uh, salted caramel spaceship Earth cookie, house made with M and M chocolate candies, peppermint pinwheel cookies, and red velvet mini bunt cake. Trying to see what these look. I gotta look now. What the picture? You want to see a spaceship Earth cookie, don't you? Yes, I do. That's why. Uh, the wreath looks pretty with the candy cane and all in it, John. It, it red velvet cake. I bet you that's good. Looks good. That's something I could split with Brenda and be happy. Well, the cream cheese icing, she, I, I would get stuck with all that. She would just try the cake. Ah, uh, the spaceship no, Earth cookie's cute. <laughs> it's different. I it's suppose. adorbs. Very it's adorbs. As the kids say, the Swifties say, it's adorbs. That peppermint pinwheel cookie looks like something on Figment. <laughs> Should be spinning in a circle. Yes, so. exactly. Or or Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or uh, what's the one? The uh, Alice in Wonderland. Spinning on Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, maybe uh, the. Uh... Mad Tea Party. Yeah, the Mad Hatter. Eh, we're not in on any of these sweets, are we, John? They got another beer flight here. Yeah, let's take a look at what the beer flight consists of. Uh, no, I'm not a... I'm, we all know we're not big sweets, dogs. So, but uh, let's see. They got a hot cocoa. They got a frozen caramel hot chocolate with Twix cookie bar pieces and whipped cream. Wicked Weed Brewing Jack Frost IPA. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Brew Dog. It's a it's a beet snout stout. It's a butte stout. It's a butte, Clark. Yeah. Uh, that's a stout. A Wicked Weed Brewing Milk and, and Cookies Imperial Milk Stout. Yeah, I'd give those a shot. Yeah. And yeah, there you. I knew. I'm like you don't you don't like sweets. I didn't think the beers were sweet. So there you go, John. I would try. I would try them because they have some interesting names. But I guarantee, because I just cleaned out my fridge this week, my uh, one in my office, my godson was over. He just got back from his little tour, his band's tour, and uh, 
he uh, came over. He wanted to talk, tell us all about it. He was all over the place. He was up in Judith's neck of the woods. He was in Ohio, uh, Detroit, Nashville, Kentucky. They were all over the place, John. And uh, he was telling me about it. So when he popped in, I said, you know what? He likes all the darker beers. I got rid of everything. I gave him the Golden Monkey. I got rid of some. I kept three Jay Ajays here, John, just for you. In case you ever pop in, I have them for you. But I got rid of a bunch of stouts. I got rid of a cup of coffee from Victory. You know, I got rid of a lot of things. A couple German beers, stuff like that, that I had in here. So my uh, cooler is officially Modelo Harp. Uh, some Samuel Adams Festivere, Kona Longboard, my lovely Moosehead, and some Peroni, John. Not a bad little mix, right? Yeah, you got a nice collection. Uh, I, I wish, uh, I, you know, it would have been almost worth me driving up there to get that, that box of beer that you gave away. Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess it would have been a little, little. I gave him like 30 beers, dude. Dude, I would beer. I would have had a party. Yeah, you would have. You'd have enjoyed it. There were some interesting folks in that in that collection, John. Uh, where are we at? La Chain Holiday Kitchen, John. All right, sounds good. So, let's see what they have going for Hanukkah here. So we've got uh, pastrami on rye with house-made pickles and deli mustard, smoked salmon potato laki, uh, just regular potato lakis, rugelach. Uh, pastry with, filled with rose, raspberry jam, walnuts, and cinnamon, and a black and white cookie. And and what's and the first thing you Seinfeld, think? Cue your Seinfeld reference. Yes, as I was going to say, it's the first thing you think of. Uh, in this day and age, John, with how politically correct everything is, I'm surprised Disney hasn't been uh, people standing outside of the festival complaining about the black and white cookie too, John. Because everything's a problem anymore. So there has to be a deeper meaning to the black and white cookie, John. You know. Be, be careful if you put one of more, one of more. It has to be directly down the middle, John, or we could have a major controversy here. How come there's no brown on this cookie? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it just crazy, but yeah. Uh, the potato Lockie looks pretty good. I would try that, John. I think I've tried that actually before. I, I I'm not as my godson has bought me. I had it the last we had the food and wine festival. Smoked salmon's okay, but it it's not. It doesn't always look appetizing to me. What about you? No, it, oftentimes even some of the best stuff looks pretty much like cat food. But yes. uh, yeah, I I like yeah. smoked salmon, but I like just a wee bit. You know, I mean that's one of them things that you can eat a certain amount of, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like maybe on a bagel. You know, yeah. but man, you get too much of it, and it just gets way too rich and just way too overpowering. So, and you know, the pastrami on rye looks okay, but I got like seven thousand dollies around here. I can get a pastrami on rye. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Even down here, I mean, I could. Uh, there's local delis. They're not going to match the ones you have up there, but I'm pretty sure I could find a decent pastrami on rye yeah. sandwich with no problem. Well, so. uh, the new restaurant over there at uh, Boardwalk area, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Robbie ate there, and he wasn't overly impressed with it. So, dude, I'm telling you, Robbie is the dude from Ratatouille. He's the <laughs> critic, dude. Yeah, you. Robbie should go out on the road just critique. He could be the world's greatest food critic. I know he can. He has it in him, John. So, 
He could go on a tour and play organs across the country and oh, uh, he, eat at the fancy restaurants. He sent out a picture, dude. He was so adorable playing the uh, when he first started playing the uh, organ at church. It looked like he put it on Twitter the other day or X, whatever you want to call it. And then I posted a pic back of him and me and my best buddy Bill sitting on the hood of the hood of my uh, stepfather's pickup truck showed where our priorities are i'm sitting like a bum on the hood of a truck he's learning how to play an organ (laughs) oh well you know (laughs) well i was going to send some of my sports picks john but i don't want to look too cute i just wanted to look cute enough Uh, yeah yeah that's all that's all uh where are we at here john i got lost oh they got a brooklyn brewery winter ipa and a frozen new york whiskey sour that looks interesting john yeah, that actually looks pretty good. Yeah, whiskey sour don't look bad. La Pasada Holiday Kitchens. I think this is the Polish kitchen. No, all right. Uh, I'm being well, okay. I'm being a tool, John. Come on, it's our Mexican. <laughs> hey, I was going with you, Doug. Kitchen. You know, yes. Uh, <laughs> Come on. I don't know the way you say stuff. Maybe that was Polish. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're jumping in with the rest of them. You're a bully I, too. Uh, Everybody bullies right. me about my pronunciation, John. You don't. You guys don't think I lose sleep at night with the way you pick on me when I say Buna? I think you get over it. And kissing me? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So no, that one I know you. I know you know how to say right. You just say that. Just I can't say me, Buena so. or Kissemi or Kissemi. <laughs> I don't know how to say those words. Yeah. I don't even know how to say Buna and kissing me. Ah. Uh, Go ahead, Johnny. All right, so over here at Mexico, we have a giant tostado chorizo with black chipotle black bean puree, ground chorizo, salsa verde, queso cajito, crema mexicana, and pickled onions, a tamale de barbacoa, shredded barbacoa beef, and a corn masa topped with mole negro, queso catita, crema mexicana, and pickled onions. And a dulce de leche churro sprinkled with cinnamon sugar. Yeah, you know, all they show is the churro, but all the other stuff is new, and you don't get any yeah, pictures yeah. of it. But I yeah, maybe they haven't got over here this year to try it. Everything, so yeah, probably, well, some of these pictures I imagine for from last year, you know. Yeah, so. I wouldn't mind trying those. Yeah, yeah, with the the corn mesa topped with you know, yeah, yeah, they both look very good. good. I would like to try both right. of them. Sound good anyway. Yeah, and then they got some new. Uh, Holiday, uh, Mexican holiday, what is that? Serversa, a Mexican artisanal craft lager with black currant liqueur. I wouldn't mind trying that, John. I don't know black currants. Uh, I'd like to try it. If it says a lager, I'm trying it. That's my duty on the job. You drive. You try every other beer on the planet, John. I get stuck with the lager. You try those. Yeah, you get the black currant. All right. And apple margarita, John. And that has whipped cream and holiday salt in it, and a her hiracha margarita, margarita with cinnamon infused. Illegal. That's yeah. illegal. <laughs> Somehow I have a feeling maybe it's not. I don't yeah. think you would actually. Uh... And as mezcal, some corn whiskey, cinnamon hiracha rum. Ah, that's I want to try that just because of all the big words in it. You could come illegal. home from your trip. And all you would have to do is pronunciate this drink, and they'd think you traveled the world, John. You had a hell of a vacation just by telling them about this one alcoholic beverage. So, I had one drink. Yeah. 
What's next, Johnny? Uh, La Marche de Noël. So I, I, I believe we're going to... Oh, oh, we must be going to Morocco now. No, this is France. Uh, okay, the France Holiday Kitchen uh, has cream de salmon in brioche. Uh, cream of smoked salmon in house-made dill brioche bread with cucumber. A roasted ham with mushrooms, pearl onions, bacon, mustard sauce, and a roasted sweet potatoes. And a chocolate ganache gingerbread Christmas log with milk chocolate and hazelnut ganache. Yeah, what's up with two smoked salmons this year? One's enough, guys. <laughs> no, I'm not... I'm probably not... I mean... I, I mean, if I'm there and it smells good, I might try to roast it ham, but I'm not. I'm not really getting anything here. Brenda, Brenda would definitely probably want the mimosa if it's early in the morning. I don't know, Doug. That picture just doesn't look all that appetizing. What are the mimosa? Uh, the roti de jambon sauce. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, look either. That <laughs> doesn't look really tasty, does it? Chocolate no. martini looks pretty. But... Yeah, that does. And I know Brenda would, like I said, the early in the morning, we might get ourselves a couple mimosas, John. They get a couple uh, blood orange uh, mimosas there. I'll, yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, that might be the only thing I try. What is here? Uh, what is that? Nocho Buna. Nocho Buna Cochina. That's how you say it, right? Sure. A plant-based tamale. Why bother? Yeah. Tamale with chorizo, plant-based cajita cheese, and spicy red chili sauce. Well, how... It doesn't say plant-based chorizo. It just says chorizo. Chorizo is certainly a meat product. So mm -hmm. I, I'm confused on that one. Uh, then you have a pernil mojo pork with the stones and ketchup mayonnaise. Ooh. Yeah, I'm skipping this one, Doug. I don't yeah. know about you. I mean, it looks good, but I don't want the... I go down to it, but it's like... I don't... I guess... The McDonald's hamburger eaters who get mayonnaise and uh, ketchup on their burgers uh, would enjoy it. I just, to me, mayonnaise and ketchup do not belong together. I think we're in the same boat with that, aren't we, John? That does sound a little odd, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd give it a shot, I suppose. But, I mean, it looks yeah. appetizing. It looks pink. Again, I guess white mayonnaise and red ketchup mix it together. It makes a pink sauce, John. You know, aren't Maybe. I intelligent? <laughs> You're crazy like that. Yes, I am. But what else we have here? Uh, we got Christmas, uh, Mexican Christmas punch with apple pears, guava oranges. I'd like to try that. Dried hibiscus, brown sugar, cinnamon sticks. It's not alcoholic, but I, I would like to try that. And then 81 Bay Brewing Company, the Hiracha beer. Have you ever tried the Hiracha beer, John? No, I don't think so. And that's a it's a real popular uh, beverage around here now. We have a we have a lot of people from Mexico, South America, and stuff um, living in this area. And there's uh, in all the convenience store you can find horcat or how do you say that horcata? I think yeah yeah it's all over the place. So it's a very popular flavor profile. So. John, if you ever need to pronunciate anything, I'm the guy to call. I'll come to go to you. <laughs> yeah, I got. It. I'm, right. I'm your go. I'm your guy. You know how you have a guy? I'm your pronunciation guy. Yeah. So if you're at Epcot and somebody goes, "How do you pronunciate that?" You go, "I got a guy," and you call me up, and I'll help you out, John. I'll spell it to you, and you give me the proper pronunciation. Yes, I will, John. Shanghai Holiday Kitchen Booth menu. Uh, 
chicken skewer with creamy peanut sauce, beef and noodle soup bowl with slow braised beef shank, green onion, and house-made chili aioli, and vegetable spring rolls with the citrus sauce. And then you got your bubble tea, your brew hub, year of a dragon, dragon fruit lager. I've tried, I've tried that before. It's okay. It's, it's not my fave, John. Have you tried that ever? I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, th I think I had to try the bubble tea one time just to say I did it and I wasn't overly impressed with that, but people love them and things, but, yeah. um, the Kung Fu master with vodka, triple sec, mango, orange juice, and soda water. Every, uh, dude, I'd like to drink that and, and then have in the background, ho, 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 ha, everybody was Kung Fu fighting. We could drink these, John, and, <laughs> Do our kung fu act in the middle of the China Pavilion? Do you think we'd be as good as the acrobats doing the basketball? Oh, absolutely! And all? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I could just see it now when I'm ordering it. Ho ho ho! Yeah. Remember how that song started? Way back when. <laughs> oh, I love that song, dude. Especially little young Dougie who loved the fight. That was just an excuse to start crap. With... <laughs> Look, it told me to. Yes. I'd be riding the car with my brother. Hey, yeah, Jackie. I had a fight with him, John. It was like the start of the fight. I could be dead asleep and it would be, ho, 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 and Doug would be up. <laughs> the Lucky Mo with citrus, vodka, peach schnapps, and pina colada mix, John. Uh, I'd, I would like to try those two drinks. Food don't look bad here, John. But it's the same as we always have. I've had the beef noodle soup here before. and But you can never, ever, ever, ever go wrong with a good spring roll, can you? No, no. If it's freshly uh, fried and uh, well-made, yeah. Dude, it's, it's awesome to have a beer. And I will admit, a lot of times I get the spring rolls from China. And I have a moose head from Canada. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. Nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. what makes uh, Epcot an interesting place. Yep. So. Or a Peroni or a Harp. Was there around World Showcase? There are my three go-to. Del Secchi's once in a while from the Mexican Pavilion, but it's usually the Peroni. The I have Samuel Adams every once in a while at the American Pavilion. John, you know, I can deal with that too. But for the most part. Moosehead's my go-to and Peroni at the park. And the Kieran with you. Yeah, the frozen Kieran. Yep. Yeah, so what else we have here? Shai uh, Wasu? Let's yeah, let's uh, try the sushi tree. Sushi roll with crab meat and cream cheese topped with anori seaweed, ikori salmon roll, and spicy mayonnaise. New Year celebration soba. This is what I had last year, and this is, uh, I think, the first time that I really tried soba noodles. So buckwheat soba noodles and a hot dashi soup with yuzu, shrimp tempura, and chopped green onion. Yeah, and I really liked it, too. It was very good. Uh, uh, sweet a, potato a, mochi cake. Uh, that's another little uh, thing I turned you on to that you've given me credit for, the noodles. Yeah, I don't know why it took me so long to try them, but yeah, yeah I was really impressed with them. So. Yeah, the udon noodles are even my favorite, John. Have you had the udons? Yep. They're incredible, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I tried quite a few of them. So. Yeah, it, it's a different... It's it's so weird how much different they are. They're noodles, but they're so different from the Italian <laughs> noodles. Am I wrong? Yeah, well, it's just I guess it's just the, the way that... And they're, they're, they're rice-based noodles yeah. instead of uh, flour-based. Yeah, so, yeah, they're incredible. Both are incredible, dude. Uh, really good. It's just uh, there's uh, udon noodles. I just love them. I love any kind of uh, Japanese noodles, to be honest with you. 
Uh, what else do we have here, John? You got milk boba. Boba's like everywhere now, dude. I watch. There's like YouTubers. It's all they is is what is it? Mocha and the mo matcha. Have you ever had matcha? No, I don't think so. It's that green drink. It. I think it's it's Japanese, but it's matcha or Chinese Japanese. It's ma. It's a matcha drink and it's green and it's like everywhere. All these YouTubers, they're going to all the matcha place. So it's matcha and boba. Pretty soon the matcha and the boba is going to take away the pumpkin spice. I'm I'm hoping for it, John. <laughs> Time to balance out the world. Yeah, yes. But uh, what else do we have here? The, that sushi tree, I love sushi, but it looks a little too busy for me. What about you? Yeah, I got a little too much going on, right? Yeah. And you got the Japanese Christmas punch here. You got this Choya sparkling plum wine, John. I'm in. I love me some plum wine, John. I think I tried that one time, and I, I think I thought it was okay. Yeah, Nothing special. So. And then, uh, you ever had a Sapporo premium beer? Oh yeah, plenty of those. Uh, That's one of the ones that 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 sold at Publix here. So getting one in Japan is not all that special. So you know, dude, anything from Japan is special. Anything in Epcot is special. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, Swirled Showcase, Mickey shaped liqueur, nitro cake. Soft serve waffle cone, vanilla apple cinnamon, and salted caramel. That sounds tasty. Cream soda float and fanta grape float with vanilla soft serve. Did you used to? I used to love going to the world's uh, drugstore and get myself a, a nice float and also going to Storch. You ever get a Storch root beer float? Uh, Storch, I don't think so. I'm, I'm trying. We had a a uh, drugstore that actually still had a soda counter in it in the little town that I grew up near. And I think they always had, it was either A&W or Barks. So I don't think they actually had Stewart's. So. Have you ever gone to a Stewart's drive-in? No. Oh, no, I don't think we have those down here. We had a lot of them. Now ours closed down and some guy bought it and turned it into a crab, uh, crab stand and I'm sorry, it just it doesn't look good, dude. I'm very picky with where I buy my seafood and eat it. It doesn't look very scrumptious. We had this storage root beer stand because they're all they're they were all over here in New Jersey and up on the East Coast. And uh, we used to have one literally, John, two miles from my house. You went down to my end of my road, made a right, and it was like an eighth of a mile on the right hand side. And we used to go there like, especially summertime, once a week, and we loved it, dude. Brenda, me and mom would pile in my rodeo and we would go uh, have Storts. I miss Storts had some, and their floats were incredible. And I'll still, they sell the Storts root beer in the store here in the bottles, still the little bottles. Yeah, yeah, you can find them here too. So. Yeah, they have the sugar free. I buy it for Brenda's mom all the time. She's all happy when I bring it home. Uh, so at the Swirl Spot here, Swirl Showcase, they got a frozen apple pie, non-alcoholic cinnamon apple pie, non-alcoholic, these are drinks. Three Daughters Brewing Toasted Coconut Porter. Have you ever had that one? Yeah, actually I have, and uh, it doesn't have the texture of coconut in it, obviously, so I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Oh. I was Actually, I had, you know, I had that at uh, Disney Springs last year. Um, they had it at one of the little booths um, out there, and it was it was killer, really enjoyable. No, I'm glad you liked it. And they one did it one better maybe for you, John. Three Daughters Brewing Toasted 
coconut porter float with sal salted caramel soft serve, John. <laughs> Ooh, we yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That'd almost be worth a shot though, because yeah. it is a beer that tasted like it would actually go okay with ice cream. Yeah. So. And then they have a a berry fizz frangel fran what a fragolina. Red sparkling wine float with vanilla soft serve. So, uh, salted caramel soft serve on that sugar cone looks really good, John. I will say, yeah, I like salted caramel. I'm, I'm a fan. And then they're showing the soda floats, they look good. And then, the, oh, that three daughter roasted that looks really good, John. I'd have to try that myself. All right, the picture looks good. So, uh, where are we at now? Tuscany Holiday Kitchen. Oh, you see, well, hold on. Puerto skip, Rico? You, no, you skipped the Tangerine Cafe oh. over there in Morocco. Okay, I'm sorry. I was trying to get over here to Puerto Rico in Tuscany. That's where it is, right? Uh, it's not in Italy, is it? <laughs> no, you're right. It's in Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah. uh, let's see, Tangerine Cafe is going to have grilled kebabs with carrot, chickpea, and garlic aioli, lamb kefka, or chamouli chicken, stone baked Moroccan bread with hummus, chumula, and zug dips so i've had that uh, bread before it's really good the three dips are really good too that's another yeah. good one you grab a moose head and bring it over <laughs> and the lamb kebab yeah. the lamb kebab looks tasty I, I probably wouldn't eat it but it does look good yeah we've had that before and it was actually pretty good so it, it's disappointing though that apparently now tangerine cafe is just a a staging point for the different food festivals i guess they're they're done actually having their ca regular counter service that they used to have in there dude so. i don't understand like that's one of the things that disney baffles me with with all these eateries that are out of business right now like all the i mean the magic kingdom needs every freaking place open it could possibly have and there and and there's still multiple ones that are not open it it baffles me doesn't it baffle you yeah, it, it always does. How they open and close certain places when when it, it just makes sense to have them open all the time. I don't. I never understand that. But uh, you got me. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't get it. I really don't understand it. Uh, where are we at here now, John? What what alcoholic beverages do they have there? Anything good? Uh, yeah, hold on. Bold Rock Orchard. Frost Hard Cider, Golf Stream Brewing Company Holiday Snake Bite. Oh, I haven't had that just because it's got a cool night. Yeah, <laughs> and it's noon. Uh, Woodchuck Winter Chill Hard Cider and a fig cocktail with fig vodka and cranberry juice, and then a hard cider flight, John. So you're going to get a snake in your boot? Yeah, I heard a snake in my boot. Yeah, where are we at here? Oh well, since we since we mentioned that, which is Toy Story, which is your song of you got a friend in me. Um, I did uh, Magic Kingdom to Riviera yesterday afternoon, and I've told you before all the all the songs on there are they're either like these um, upbeat classical versions of European music or Disney songs sung in French. Mm -hmm. which is really cool but i heard uh you got a friend in me in, in french yesterday and it was really cool so that's pretty neat now can you sing it back for me probably not no <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of that too did you hear what tim allen posted no he posted he wants toy story 5 and it, it sounds like a good premise he said he pitched it to disney where woody's all i mean where uh andy's all grown up 
and he's being all nostalgic and he wants all his toys back and he goes after to try to find all his toys and bring them all back together i think that sounds pretty cool yeah yeah well maybe maybe uh andy has a family now and he wants to give like his toys to his maybe he's got twin uh twin four or five year olds and he wants to get all his toys and allow his children to play with them or something like that that would be cool yeah now is he going to break into the house of the girl he gave all the other toys to and <laughs> steal them back <laughs> well but by this time she'd be grown too so maybe yeah. that's who he marries <laughs> yeah well maybe they'll also be fighting maybe i could just see now woody who do i love more andy or the new girl who do I go with? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. As the Toy Story turns. But now he's pitching that. I mean, dude, I'm all for, you know, I like my Toy Story, but I want something original and something good because did you hear the Marvels had the worst opening in the history of a Marvel movie? Oh, that's not surprising. Uh, it, it doesn't have any. I mean, uh, they're honestly, beating, Doug, I'm... they're beating the life out of every franchise they own. Yeah, and the and the thing with the MCU is it it feels it's getting to the point where it feels like you have to do work to go and see the movie and enjoy yourself. And you know, a movie is supposed to just be frivolous entertainment. You shouldn't have to do an hour research project before you go watch this movie so you can understand what in the world's going on. You know, I mean, you can watch John Wick three and understand what he's going on. You know, you don't need the the background of everything. So. No, and the other thing is though too is is I don't think a lot of the newer movies. Because they keep bringing them all together, and we get we keep getting sidetracked. We we're gonna be seven hours going through these menus, <laughs> but that's what you're listening to. This is what you get. You want structure? This ain't the show for you. You want us to get sidetracked? Welcome to the Main Street Podcast. <laughs> we're the tangential uh, yeah, podcast. <laughs> yes, but my argument with a lot of them is, is they've gotten to the point too where. They feel like the action is the and the whole. There's no backstory anymore. What made what made the original, uh, uh, what you call it, Iron Man great was learning all about the backstory. Am I wrong? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what made the Avengers so good is that you knew so much about Thor and Captain America and Iron Man before they all got together in one yes. giant group. So, and it also made the Incredibles great. Let's even go to that, like seeing Mister the family life. And I enjoyed I enjoy the story. Now, in the latest ones, they just let's combine them all because the forces of the baddest man on the planet is coming to get us. It's like the same story over and over told fifty times. I mean, yep. I, yeah. do I need to see the Hulk throw people and break buildings another 27 times, John? <laughs> or the Hulk getting hit by somebody and breaking buildings and them all coming together? I, I like I like the story. I like when Ara, I mean, what's his, now I'm losing, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, what's his name again? Uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye. I like to see Hawkeye go home with his wife and kids and hang out at the farm, don't you? Yeah, well, Doug, that's why I liked a couple of years ago before Disney bought everything. They, um, Marvel had, um, what, The Punisher? They had, um, uh, not Deadpool, but the, um, the 
blind dude daredevil in new york and those little stories on on netflix and they were entertaining because uh, and i do the same thing with books uh when i'm reading books not everything has to be the end of the world you know sometimes a compelling story is just what's happening in your neighborhood and so it it, it's frustrating when they always feel like that it has to be like you said the biggest baddest evil person in the entire existence of humankind is coming you know it always feels like they they're always pushing that type of story yeah let's get the blockhead from Sons of Anarchy and we'll put seven five stones in his hand and he kills everybody with and it's like every we got to recruit the entire crew to fight him and he's it's I don't know it's okay but like even the last Iron Man with the Russian and it got out of hand it was all fighting the whole movie am I wrong yeah yeah yeah. I want to see him try to I want to dream try to take Pepper Potts out to dinner and see how their relationship goes. I don't need them beating people up every five minutes. Do you? Yeah, that's why Game of Thrones was so entertaining. Doug. Yes. There was also, I mean, there was there was great action scenes, but there was also a lot of uh, dramatic development of the characters and well, interactions. With you're a hundred percent right. Well, we had loved The Godfather if all they did is whack people every every minute. <laughs> exactly, it built for that. You no, know? and same so. thing with Tony Soprano. The reason we fell in love with Tony Soprano because you got to see the the lug the other eighty yeah. percent of the time. You know, yep. and that was, yep. what, and that's my problem with all these. The Disney is literally wringing the water out of every single like that second frozen you could tell that was rushed because that that story sucked am i wrong i didn't even see it well there you go but you know that's my whole thing disney needs to get more like slow down and make better stuff in my opinion uh tuscany holiday kitchen john all right, let's go to let's go to Puerto Rico, as Doug said. Yes. All right, so over near Italy uh, is the Tuscany Holiday Kitchen. It's going to have a Montara fried house-made pizza dough with pomodoro sauce, parmesan, and fresh basil. Man, that sounds. I'm making spaghetti and meatballs today. That would go great with that. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Uh, farfalle salmon affusciato, farfalle pasta with smoked salmon and cream sauce. Oh, uh, What's up with the smokes? Is this the year to smoke salmon? I don't know. What is it? It must, must be affordable this year. Yeah, that's what I was uh, going to say. I could hear it now. Hey, listen, Disney, we just caught all kind of salmon. <laughs> uh, put it in many booths as you can. I'll give you a hell of a deal on it. They were they were swimming the wrong way up. They went backstream. It was so much. So we're gonna we're gonna give you smoked yeah. salmon this year. You know, it was gonna go bad in September, but we smoked it, so yes. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Torta Caprici, flourless chocolate torta with chocolate sauce and vanilla cream. And Dulce Pizza, house fried house-made pizza dough with cinnamon and sugar. Man, they are frying some pizza dough over at this place. Okay. Yes. The one thing I will say, though, it's all new. Italy, it, food and wine, and this, they've listened to us, John. Now we get yeah, to get Germany to wake up. Yeah, food and wine, Germany. Something different than your bratwurst on a pretzel roll. I mean, if, the love of God. If you went to Germany, you'd think all you had is bratwurst and pretzels in the whole country. Yeah, at least at the at least at the Holiday Kitchen, they do give you the pork schnitzel. Yeah, which is, I mean, but now that's been the same thing for yeah, year after yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's good, but still at the same time, it's it it hasn't reached the pinnacle of of we are we are a mainstay. You know, it's not the fillet at uh, uh, Canada. No, that's the uh, that's one of the few mainstays that I think should be left alone. Maybe that yeah. and the Kahlua pork slider. Everything else they could change all the time. Yeah, you know? but all these kitchens should add stuff to it too because Canada yeah. has a yeah. lot of other great deals. Maybe they get a smoked salmon in Canada, John. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, they had that. 
Yeah, they, they, uh, yeah smoked they salmon. They really good. Probably. The regular salmon yeah, they, they did. had, which is yeah. phenomenal. That maple glazed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I make. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and dude, they went out of the they went out of the box with the wine selections over here. You got prosecco, moscato, chinatini, Italian sangria, red or white, Italian margarita with tequila and limoncello. But dude, they got a Peroni here. <laughs> No. Uh, Doug will pass on the Prosecco and the Moscato yes. and the Chianti. <laughs> Give me that Peroni. Give yes. me that Chianti. I'm looking at one right now. Wine and Wedge, John. These are all the same as this census open. You have the assorted artisanal cheeses and accompaniments. A boysen fig and balsamic saffè. What is it? A fig tapenade? Southern pimento cheese and bread and buttered pickled vegetables on grilled bread, and art, art artist palette of wine and cheeses. So, same old boring thing over here. Uh, I'm headed down to the one. The drinks here, John, are what is that? Saltback oyster, zelt, zelt tinger. Holy moly! Sada. I'm gonna go with a riesling. It's a riesling. Yeah, it's a riesling. <laughs> Hartley Apple Brandy and Florida Orange Grove Winery Black and Blue Port and a flight. You can get the three of them in a flight. We're over at the Wine and Wedge, John. That little glass uh, tray you get there is pretty neat, John. Yeah, See the photo good. of that? Yeah. Um, you got some... What do you got here, John? You want to read this one? It's a bunch of Southern, Southern Pimento Cheeses is what it looks like. Oh, oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> the Wine and Wedge. That's next, right? Uh, the wine and Wedge venue? I thought that's where we were, Wine and Wedge. No, we, we were doing the, uh, the one before that was uh, Tuscany. Now we're at Wine and Wedge. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, yeah, I did this. Yeah, the Artesia yeah, yeah. cheeses. Okay. The Yukon Holiday Kitchen. My bad. There we go. <laughs> I was actually wrong for once, John. My God, write it down. Let's yeah. see. Uh, what is it? Uh, Ten four fifty four on <laughs> Sunday, the nineteenth yes. of November. Yes. Uh, all right. So uh, Yukon over in Canada, seared salmon, uh, but it's not smoked. No. With butternut squash puree, maple bourbon glaze. Yes. There we go. Ru- hey, how about that? <laughs> they said it's uh, new, but it. Yeah. Dude, it's it's delicious. Uh, yeah, hopefully it is similar to that one that they yeah, made at the Food and Wine Festival years ago. Uh, beef bouillon with crushed potatoes. Oh, man. Uh, and a schnickerdoodle cookie made with schnicker bar pieces. Oh, my God. Do you see this? It looks like uh, this beef bouillon looks like uh, just a good old uh, Chef Boyardee. Not Chef Boyardee. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, beef stew. A good old beef stew, John, is what it looks like to yep. me. But it looks absolutely... I could hang out with the moose head. The salmon and this beef stew, I could be there all day, John. Just come find Doug over at Yukon. And you just replace that with my Lafendamon and we'll be all set. So. Yes. Well, you can only have one. Uh, See, I can have three moose heads. Yeah, uh, that may be true. Yes. Uh, uh, you can have a frozen Joffrey's coffee, uh, 81 Bay Brewing Company peanut butter banana porter. Mm. Ooh, that's got a lot going on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it does. Uh, I've never Playland, said, uh, I've never woken up one day and go, hmm. I could have a peanut butter and banana beer right now. <laughs> that sounds so yummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Playland uh, Brewing Company Maple Cookie Blonde Ale. 
Collective Arts Coffee Maple Porter, Regional Ice Wine, Regional Red Wine, and a Frozen Joffrey's Coffee with Tap 357 Whiskey or a Beer Flight. Yes. Well, me and John's going to stroll right over to the other cart, right down down Broadway here, and we're going to get the two beers we really like. Uh, And that's about it, John. They got the refreshment pork. I mean, the refreshment pork, which port, 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 (laughs) which has a turkey poutine with sweet potato fries. That sounds pretty good. Refreshment outpost with peanut stew with sweet potatoes, mustard, green. You ever had a peanut stew before, John? I think so. I think um, over at Boma one time they had one um, because that is an African type dish. So, yeah, I think I've tried it there before. And actually, I mean, if you think about uh, Chinese food, there's a lot of peanuts. And yeah. sa- we don't usually put savory food in our or peanuts in our savory food. But yeah, China uh, Chinese food has a lot of peanuts in their stuff, and it's all pretty tasty. So, and doesn't Chick Fil A? And I could be wrong. Don't they use some kind of peanut oil to cook their chicken in? I think that's what makes that it so right. good. Because I yeah. know people have peanut allergies, and for some reason, it doesn't affect them at Chick Fil A. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay, but it's what I heard. There's somebody, one of my friend's brothers, eats there all the time. He has a peanut allergy, but he loves Chick Fil A. So you figured that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the risk out the reward outright weighs the risk or something on that one. Yeah. And here we go. Restaurants and pricing for the 2024 Epcot International Festival of the Arts package. I don't think it's going to be the menus. I just think it's going to be the uh, the the you know how you get the restaurant deal for. Different, yeah. Uh, what do we have here? In 2024, you can choose from eight eateries at Epcot offering Disney on Broadway concert series dining packages and guaranteed seating at the show. Reservation for Disney on Broadway dining packages open December 19th. Here's what's included in your meal. At Spice Road Table, two small plates, a shared shared tangine, a shared dessert platter, and a non-alcoholic beverage. At our other participating restaurants, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert, or one full buffet. So, Akershus in Norway is 66 for breakfast for adults and 42 for children. Lunch and dinner is 78 and 50. Dude, I don't know if I'm paying 160 bucks. <laughs> For dinner, for me and Brendan Akershus. What about you? Probably not. No, no. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I'll take that back. I haven't tried. That was one of the few places that we never made it to because I think they always had the um, princesses in there, and uh, we so we just haven't felt like playing the up paying the upcharge just to yeah. meet princesses. So. Mm-mm. Anna and Elsa's but, in there. I've been drinking a lot this beer because of this this show beer. I'm saying drinking a lot this. All right, show. we know what your mind is. All no, right, I'm drinking a Coke. Actually, just throats raw. Uh, beer garden, sixty bucks, John. You think it's worth that extra money for what is beer garden usually? I think it's close to sixty now. Um, when we were going a lot a couple of years ago before COVID and stuff, I think it was at forty four. Um, so yeah, it's probably near, it, it's probably 52 or something anyway, 54. So I'm doing the, uh, I'm bringing it up right now. 
do 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 beer garden restaurant now last update update it was 2022 the restaurant uh adult 49 dollars john 50 bucks i don't is it worth another 10 bucks to get a seat that's up to you yeah yeah the food's good i enjoy beer garden brenda yeah, the meats are too exotic for her, if you get what I'm saying, some of them. She don't, she'll eat there, but the Coral Reef now is $73, John. I'll go to Beer Garden. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to... Nothing, L- on, the, nothing on the menu at, at the Coral Reef ever looks like it's worth the money. <laughs> Just, they don't have... A, I mean, that place should be at least equivalent to Bonefish Grill, wouldn't you say? Yeah. When you say that that should be their their goal, I mean maybe not the best seafood you've ever eaten in your entire life, but dang good. And oh. it's not. It just doesn't have that no, menu. It does so. not. It should be on. It should be on the same as uh, Paddlefish Boathouse. It, it, it's Disney's. It's Disney's seafood restaurant. Yeah. All the exactly. other ones are good or privately owned. It's sad. Yep. They got one seafood restaurant basically to worry about, and they don't do it. It, it sucks. No, and they don't do justice to, to no. the seafood. Nope. No, I, I would I would say Blue Zoo's better. I mean, uh, uh, Paddlefish is better. Yeah, uh, all of them are. Boathouse is better. Yeah, they're all better. It, so. It's sad. Uh, the Garden Grills, 58 for breakfast, 37 for for kids, 73 for adults for dinner and 40 at lunch and dinner, and 47 for kids. I mean, you got two kids and two of you. Holy moly, one fifty two fifty, John. Two hundred and fifty dollars for dinner. That's a steeping. Yep. Now La Cellier without, without any drinks or alcohol or anything. So. No. La Cellier now is ninety nine dollars, John. Thirty nine for kids. So ninety nine a person and what do you get? You do get an appetizer, but and a dessert. Does that make it worth ninety nine dollars? Uh, if you can get the filet, uh, what was the filet? We just looked at it a couple of weeks ago. What was it, 65? Go so if you can get that and you spend 14 on uh, your cheddar cheese soup, you're at 79, and you spend 10 on or 12 on brulee, you're at 91. So your ticket would be eight dollars or so. So yeah, I guess if you get the as long as you could get the filet. Where are we at here? But if they restricted you to you know the salmon or the or the uh, vegan option, no thank you. <laughs> I was wondering if I was wrong. I hit the kids. Come on now, load, would you? All right, they just sure. updated it recently, so. So the appetizers, the, the cheapest one is the Canadian cheddar cheese, cheese soup. Me and Brenda's not sharing that. So the grumbo, the the grumbo. What is a grumbo? No, uh, oh, it's the jumbo chilled shrimp is twenty one dollars. The fried cauliflower sixteen, and then you got prime beef tartare is nineteen. If I'm getting if I'm getting the fly, I'm not going to get the prime the tartare because I'm eating it's too much beef. When you say John, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the flamingon is sixty two dollars. So 62 and 62, there's 145, I'll say. Uh, 21 for the 21 for the shrimp cocktail. We'll go with the most expensive one. So there were 166. And then 
What's our desserts? And we're going to go with the creme brulee. There's 15. So we're at 180. Not counting tip, but you're talking 10 bucks a seat, John. If you yeah, get that, because yeah. Brenda don't always get the filet. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Brenda goes with the salmon quite a bit there. And sometimes we'll split it. So what would she... Oh, here, dude. This is what Brenda would probably get. They got a grilled grilled U10 wild-caught scallop there now, John. It sounds Ooh. delicious. Zucchini fritters, sweet drop, pepper patty pan, squash, creamy... With a creamy piquil sauce for $51, John. You got grilled scallops. Brenda would probably go with the scallops. So they're even $10 less. And then you got the, you you get you like the ribeye too, don't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah ribeye is my favorite steak. And that's 59 And then you got the New York strip with a Canadian cheddar pretzel bread pudding. Gar Dude, we got to read this menu real quick. They changed the menu on us, John. No. They got the Le Cellier filet. Then they got the USDA prime rib with the Yukon potatoes and cognac gravy and crispy onions. But have you ever seen this US? I haven't seen it. Maybe I'm wrong. But the USDA prime rib the at New York strip steak with Canadian cheddar pretzel bread pudding, garlic peppercorn butter, arugula, and caramelized onion. Have you ever seen that? No. No, and I don't remember prime rib being on that menu before. No. Or no, this is New York strip. Okay, I thought you said before there was a Oh, it's just a prime strip. Okay. Yeah, there's a prime right. ribeye steak. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that this is fifty four dollars, but I want to try that Canadian cheddar pretzel bread pudding, John. Yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, that sounds real good. Then they got a dry aged pork chop with a goat cheese polenta, smoked tomato jam, that's forty four dollars. Bison strip loin, John. I don't remember a bison being on this, do you? I don't think so, no. Mm. A kibachi squash, roasted cauliflower, uh, artichoke, and black garlic sage baronies for $54. And then they got a tortilla, a Canadian pie, braised endive, snap pea, fruit ketchup, Plant-based demi glaze, that's 36 bucks. But the grilled scallops, I don't they weren't on the menu before. And that strip steak, the New York strip, and I don't remember that bison loin being on here either, John. So Nope. I got some new uh items on hey on here. And they got loaded mashed potatoes are so good there, John. I just gotta put that out there. A lot of the menus have been updated. We gotta go over that. But I mean, if I was gonna eat I think I would just go in the cellier, eat my dinner, and then take a chance on getting a seat. But that just may <laughs> save yeah, me like yeah. thirty bucks. Uh, where are we at here? Regal Eagle Smokehouse, craft draft and barbecue beer. It's thirty six dollars all day, John. Uh, Rosen Crown is sixty one, which I don't think that's worth sixty one dollars with the prices and the menu there to you. Uh, no, I mean all of the. I I don't think any of these places are actually worth what you what you're gonna spend for. It, you're it, just assume you're spending fifteen dollars for a ticket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're so paying for valet parking, is. basically, is what you're doing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they have a. Uh... Where are we at here? 
Rose and Crown. Like if if if, if both of you's got a dessert, I could see that. If you didn't have to split the dessert, it would be more worth it. But now you're splitting the dessert. So the appetizers are the Scotch egg here for thirteen bucks. That's all you get. Bangers and mash is still twenty three. Fish and chips is twenty six. Shepherd pie twenty five. It's not worth sixty bucks. That I think this is the worst deal out of all. What about you? The food is great. We all know that. But yes, absolutely. But yeah, you're you're getting the biggest upcharge. I think right. Yes, hundred uh, percent. Spice Road tables fifty bucks and twenty one for kids. Uh, so what do we have here? Disney on Broadway. Disney on Broadway concert series with three daily shows throughout the festival. Performing songs from many of your Disney favorites. Casey Levy and Pat, Patty Moran from Frozen. That's the 12th, 14th, 15th, 18th, 20th, 22nd, and 23rd of January. You got Freaky Friday and the Little Mermaid. And with, and then you got Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast. And that's this is all together. It's 13, 16, 17, 19, 21, and 24th of January. Then you got Ashley Brown doing Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast. And then you got The Lion King, and that's the 26th, 28th, 29th, and then February 1st, 3rd, 5th, and 6th. I would like to see any of these, wouldn't you, John? Yeah, I think that would be enjoyable, but I don't know if I'm going to... Make uh, a spot for it. Yeah, I mean, it's not the candlelight processional for me. No, no, least, no, no. But I, I know some people um, really dig that type of stuff. So. If you're strolling by... So yeah. you got yeah. The Lion King again with Kissy Simmons. You got Tarzan going to be here. You got Aida, Alan, Aladdin and Tarzan. And then you got Hercules and The Lion King. And then you got Aladdin again. And this runs all the way to February 19th. So one thing I do like, it's more free shows for, you know, you don't have to pay to do this. You can wait in line. So they're not making you do it. But, or you can just uh, go over there and sit underneath the the shade in America and hear the music. Yes. <laughs> and grab uh you can go grab the care. barbecue for a little less from the Regal Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So they announced the Disney on Broadway series. We just talked about that. They got a bunch of painting stuff. There's all kind of I like the Festival of the Arts. They got a lot of outside the box kind of things they do there. So uh more Christmas party dates sell out. I've heard a lot of uh a uh, lot of negativity about Jollywood Nights, John. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I haven't heard. I haven't heard any. Oh, actually, I don't work at studios anymore, so um, I haven't heard any responses to it at all. I know a couple of people went to it, but um, as for what's actually there and stuff and the enjoyment of it, I don't know. From everything so. I'm seeing and hearing, uh, Rise of the Resistance was still an hour and a half wait. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, you know, I mean the park was. It's like. It was, they showed the crowds going in and the people who stayed. The park was as crowded or just as a crowded or more crowded than what it normal. It, it was like a normal day, and yeah. you only have a short amount of hours. So uh, it was a it was a bust. They oversold it as usual. Sorry, I had a cough. I figured you'd comment. Nah, nah. Why would I want to do that? An awkward silence. Yeah, That's there you go. For. <laughs> uh, Disney Imagineers designed the 20 foot, 25 foot wide Mary Blair inspired Hunter Celebration themed gingerbread 
castle. That's over at uh, Contemporary, John. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, that does. Pretty neat. Uh, uh, my buddy Derek Hoff, he'll be performing and, solo and uh, hosting the new this year's holiday uh, Christmas parade on ABC. I watch that and tape it every year, don't you? Do you, John? Uh, usually, yeah. Yeah, but I actually, I was, I walked through the uh, uh, people getting ready for that on, on, I think it was Wednesday, um, the day before it really started raining so much. So, and it was cloudy and and warm that day so it'll be interesting to see what it looks like when they uh when it makes it to the air so but yeah they, they filmed it i think it was tuesday and wednesday of uh this past week so yeah well yeah they were down there i seen Derek huff, huff on instagram and because we watch that dance with the stars you know me and brenda i watch it with her i say i watch it with her i'm the one that tells her honey it's on come on get in your seat <laughs> chop, chop. come on get in your seat get in your seat uh, Disney's Bob Iger will host a town hall session with cast members on November 28, 2023 to discuss the company's most recent achievement and future building opportunities. Did you get invited to this, John? Uh, no. <laughs> well, the virtual town hall will be held on November 28th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, where David Murray from ABC News will moderate. So, we got to hear the bull, John. Time to sling mm -hmm. some hash. <laughs> we still you got the story up. And I got. I'm sorry, guy. Guy, I'm sorry. Did you see the story up top? The fabled museum of the weird uh, candle uh, guy to come to the haunted mansion. No, I did not see that. Must have reloaded. Uh, yeah, it's, it's at the very top, one of the uh, floating ones that come by. But it's a figure. And it was going to be uh, in the, you know, they were going to do, before they thought of the Haunted Mansion, they were going to do the Museum of the Weird. It was just a bunch of wacky stuff. Um, and they were, it was going to be a walkthrough exhibit. And then, yeah, I see it here um, now. Yep. Yeah, it's creepy, isn't it? Yeah, dude. <laughs> but it's, it's one, of the, one of the things that um, uh, Raleigh Crump, he designed it and came up with it. And then he passed away recently. So they put it, uh, apparently they put them both in Magic Kingdom and uh, Disneyland. Uh, one of these figures in the attic scene. So that's uh, pretty cool. And, and he's a creepy looking dude. I'll tell you uh -huh. that. So. It kind of made this ride like scary all of a sudden. It? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I know is I'm going to be double checking the hitchhiking ghost at the end and make sure it's not him, John. <laughs> uh, more Ready Creek. We're not covering that. Black Friday offers tickets drawn to life. Circus Olay. So one of these days, John, you got to get over here and see that. Yeah, I'd like to, and and that's another one of the things that I have yet to hear anybody comment on the on the bus about. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm always wondering, you know, what people thought of it and stuff like that. And I, I, but I guess I don't work Disney Springs that much, so that might be part of it too. So, uh, last one I got here, John, is Epcot's Guardians of the Galaxy. Cosmic Rewind wins three awards for outstanding achievement and scaring old men. <laughs> and making old men's glasses fly off. Yes. Whew, dude, I, I still have nightmares about that, John. Don't tell anybody it scared me that bad, John. You'll be okay. Yeah, they had that. The, uh, on behalf of the Imagineers, their recognition, they wanted the, uh, some kind of ride uh, awards, John. Expo thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Guardian F Rewind features several firsts, including the first reverse launch for a Disney coaster and the first Omni coaster ride system where vehicles make controlled rotations uh, i don't think i i would argue there's no control in that rotation <laughs> yeah. but that's yeah, it's good to hear loosey-goosey dude i admit i'm one of the big sissies i'll ride it one more time for brenda and i guarantee you that will be part of nothing on my my last days will be riding a people mover john yeah nothing wrong with that uh and more Disney and DeSantis. They're telling them how valuable Disney is, so it's going to be continue a PP match. Yeah. Uh, Disney surveys guessed about the new Jollywood Knights character, Ollie. Who the hell's Ollie, John? You got me. Huh. Uh, maybe it's one of those, is it from uh, Hollywood Studios, maybe it's one of those elves they used to have that um, show at the end of the night on the Chinese theater where they uh, had a couple L's doing miscellaneous adventures and stuff. So maybe it's one of him. Maybe he's one of those uh, guys. There was once a cookie named Ollie who made his way west on a trolley. With oven baked gleam, he followed his dream and made all of Tinseltown jolly. So Ollie's a cookie, dude. He's a gingerbread uh, well, cookie. He, he's pretty cute. So... So they're doing a survey on how many people like them. I guess they're going to figure out if they want to vinyl nation them. <laughs> <laughs> Is he valuable enough to make into a figure? Yes. Do we need a meet and greet with Ollie? Yeah, I think that's what we're going with. Uh, I'm trying to see if I see anything on the other site, John. Uh, boy, it's a lot nicer here today. What, what's the weather like there in... in the northeast. You know, it's uh, what is it going to be today, John? I'll let you know. Does, is, is it? Yesterday was nice. It was about fifty-eight, which wasn't nice. bad for here. When I was out doing my leaves, today's fifty-two. What's the high going to be? Fifty-six today. Okay. And then weekly here, whew, tomorrow's going to be high of forty-eight, John. Burr. Low of thirty-one. My tinsel is going to be frozen tomorrow morning. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> 50 Tuesday, 58 Wednesday, 52 Thursday, 52 and sunny for the old turkey bird day. Oh, then next week we drop in the 40s, John. Ooh, that sucks. You yeah, know, like... Got, we got one day this, I think, Wednesday. Um, actually, it's going to supposed to be pretty chilly here, maybe a high of 62 or something, 46 in the morning, so... And uh, me no like, dude. And me no want nothing to do with uh, the cold weather. I hate it, dude. I'm outside uh, lubricating everything that's squeaking already, John. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got a feeling you'll make up for your snow that you didn't get last year, this year. Probably. I hope not. I fired that. I fired that snowblower up yesterday and drove it around the property and I was chanting. I was doing my my Indian no snow dance. It's <laughs> my Doug's, own creation. Uh, Doug, Doug's uh, uh, got Native American in him, so <laughs> don't take up yes. this, right? You can do it. You can say I'm that. I'm allowed. Right? <laughs> uh, but no, I don't see much else here, John. Not much else at all. Do you? 
No, that's about it. We uh, we covered the uh, uh, food booth pretty well. So. <laughs> and then everything else in between as we yakety-yak, we uh, talk back. There's just a bunch of crazy stuff going on. They have a bunch of holiday treats around all over uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, new Figment lunchbox, reve- lunchbox revealed, John. I'm sure that'll sell. Oh, I like that. New holiday metal butter beer mug available in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, John. I want that. Ooh, actually, yeah, I would I would take that on of those. Yeah, so. yeah, I like that. I know we're speaking out of turn. We're getting off Disney topic, but I would like that. I don't know. Yeah, there's not much going on. Just their normal... This got robbed, that got robbed, uh, you know, all that, you know, how they like to get into that stuff. Criminals throughout the parks, you know how they have the breaking story every week. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's stupid stuff. Yeah. So you're going to watch, watch some serious games today? Yeah, going to get that red zone going and uh, be able to watch football for a change. So. For, for Actually, the... tomorrow night I, I can watch that game, your game too. So. No. Yeah, you'll hear me screaming from uh, my my den here, John. Probably. My office. Probably. The thing I don't understand with the NFL, John, and you tell me if this doesn't make sense, and I probably said it to you before, but I'm I'm good at repeating myself many, many, many times. So listen again. I don't understand for the love of goodness with the NFL network and everything, all the technology we have now, why I got to watch this stupid uh, Steelers play the the Jets or a stupid game that I don't want to see. I don't understand how they don't have you vote for your region on what games you want televised. I, like today, I got the stinking Cowboys because they're the freaking Cowboys, which everybody's saying, we got lucky we won. Like, how do you get We beat you. Shut up. Again and again. But I get the Cowboys today playing another joke of a team on primetime television when there's so many better games that are going to be on today, John. Like last week, we had the Giants and the Cowboys game. And for the love of God, I don't know how the Giants coach did not put 11 guys at the line and literally just knock Prescott in the dirt every single time he threw the ball. They were up like 30-some points and they're still trying to run the score up. And you got this coach allowing it with no... uh, no retaliation whatsoever. He'd have been picking up parts of his body off the ground. But I got to watch the 1-8 Carolina Panthers play the Dallas Cowboys at 1 o'clock because of all the Cowboy creeps in the world. You're telling me the, there ain't a better game that you could televise than the Cowboys and the Panthers? And I bet you the Cowboys and the Panthers are on where you live unless Tampa Bay's playing, John, at that time. Oh, I imagine it is. It, it's one of them games that they pick up nationwide. Is but now uh, I I paid for the I pay I got the red zone so yeah just put that on yeah but my around, so. my point is you should be able to go to the NFL Network on like say Tuesday or Wednesday it polls open on Tuesday so you vote Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday because the Thursday night game is already in Friday and you decide on what game is shown in your region. Wouldn't that make sense, John? Don't you think you'd have more more people watching? If the idiots do want the stupid Cowboys and the Panthers game, then that's fine. Well, for it. But they should have, like, 
They should have a vote. It should be the game in your area. Like the Eagles should always play here, and the, you know the Bucks should always play in your area. But when your team's not playing, you should be able to vote on the other games that are on the network in your area. I think that would make more sense than getting stuck with these stupid games. Yeah, and they have they have uh, crews at all of them. It's not like yeah. there's a game going on when there isn't a broadcast team there. So there's broadcast team at every freaking game across the country. So yeah, I mean. And you got to hear, I mean, the Cowboy creeps. I mean, I'm watching the Eagles game with Greg Olson last week when we beat them. And this is what the Cowboys need to do. We need to do, they got to do, the whole game was about what the Cowboys need to do and not what the Eagles need to do. It was Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. It's like, shut up. Dak played a great game. Yeah, but he lost. He still lost. And then you'd hear the same Cowboy creep saying, like when the Eagles fans would say, Jalen Hurts, played a fantastic Super Bowl, but you lost. But all of a sudden, Dak, who's never won a playoff game, he gets extra credit for playing good in that game, John. Yep. Shut up, Cowboy fans. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand the creeps. But yeah, I'm going to have to watch Red Zone because the two games in my area today are, are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I get to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns without without the the creep Watson playing in that game. How that guy got two hundred and some million guaranteed is for the life of me. I will never know with the stuff that he did. And what then? What the Texans got out of him? That's highway robbery. They oh. should be. That, that's almost like a, they 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 stole. If you don't believe in karma, look at that. It's karma <laughs> for you in, in action. Yep, yep. No, it it's it's disgusting. It's it, it's it's disgusting what he did and how he got guaranteed money. I mean I mean, they should have took the Cleveland ownership and had mental evaluations done to, on to them. They should have had to do some kind of <laughs> uh, studies on why they would even do that. Like, no, Why be, would you even contemplate this trade? Why yeah, would you even want this guy in your even team? It, yeah, mean, after all he did, and then to become the first quarterback with a total guaranteed con- – like, him of all people. Like, if you did, <laughs> if you did that for Mahomes or, or yeah, Burrow yeah. Or, or Herbert, or I, I would understand it. I mean, Manning in his prime, you know – Brady, even though I hate to say it, but yeah, his money should be guaranteed. I'm only saying that to, you know, scratch and itch, Carmen, and, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, Judith yeah, and yeah, Tommy yeah. a little bit. But, but you know, I understand Tommy, even though he cheats, he's still good for the NFL. <laughs> I understand why they gave him a guaranteed contract, but why Deshaun Watson? I, for the love of God, I will never know. I will never know. But... Yeah, they should make you let you vote on what game is on. I, I don't know. It just last week Cowboys Giants on that game was a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. What time does Tampa Bay play today, John? Uh I'm not sure. I haven't even looked yet. So I think at four. Okay. That may be on a one. I'm not sure. I'll let you know right now. I gotta do everything around here, John. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's all part of it. I know. Uh, the, like I said, Gators lost to Missouri last night, but Florida. We have the big game coming up this week in 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 Gainesville. Uh, Florida State's coming to town, and Florida State is one of the best teams in the country, except their quarterback got hurt last night, and he's hmm. done. 
uh, his foot was facing the wrong direction. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, after that, yeah, it was it was real, and they were he had he had Heisman possibilities, yeah, and they were in number five teams, so number four, number five teams. So, yeah, I, I, as much as you know, you dislike your rivals, but I, I hate to see that happen too. No, you want to beat them uh, at their best. You don't want to yeah, beat them because they're yeah. hurting. No, unless you take them out during the game, and then. Yeah, and trying still, to block, I, I, trying to block a best yeah. defensive end with a tight yeah, end. Yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't even a bad hit. He no. was just getting tackled, and yeah. the guy fell on his ankle and just. Oof, well, they got to do up. something about that steer wrestling tackle that took out Goddard last week and's taken out a lot of people because you can't horse collar anymore. A lot of these players are doing the slide and tear now. They're trying to hurt people. You know what I'm talking about? They grab you up on the shoulder pads and then they take all their weight out from under them and drop you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's a that tackle used to be outlawed and now it somehow crept its way back in. They do another technique, but it's a nasty tackle, but I don't know. You play the other biggest the biggest actually the biggest crybaby team in the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers today at four o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they actually looked good last week. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> our, our, our players are hurt. That's why we're not playing them. No other teams get players hurt. Only us. And when we lose, it's because our players are hurt. It's not because our coaching is bad. It's because our players are hurt. We're the only team that have injuries. Nobody else does. Shut up. You know. You're, you know, other teams get injuries too. They play through. You know what I'm saying, John? Yep. That team is the biggest group of crybabies besides us two on this show, John. Hence me for in particular. <laughs> so, what are you having for lunch? Anything good? Uh, no, we had a big breakfast. I'm going to make spaghetti around 3.30, so I'm going to have uh, my, my homemade spaghetti I haven't made in a while. It sounds really good. So you're off tomorrow and Tuesday? No, no, actually, I go back to work tomorrow, and then I get Tuesday and Wednesday off. Oh, right that's... now, I cannot find any overtime, so. Oh, that sucks. It really does. Yeah, but they keep hiring people. Oh, and they're all part-time now, and so all the part-timers, any shifts that come up, they're grabbing those because they're only getting scheduled like 26 hours a week. Yeah, well, so. yeah, that's what the scum is doing at Disney. They're turning into Walmart, dude. You might as well be called the Waltons. Did the Waltons buy Disney and we didn't hear about it? Walmart yeah, buy Disney? Yeah. yeah, because that scumbag of a company, they uh, allegedly, I don't want to get sued for nothing I have, but they, they have 90%, I think it's like 80, 90% part-timers, they don't have to pay health care. It's what all yeah. these, they, and that's exactly what Disney's doing now. Because part-timers, do they get health care? No, they don't get any benefits. Yeah, so. I mean, you get your park admission and that type of stuff, but as for like uh, yeah. the pension, the 401k, and uh, uh, no, they don't get any of that stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Bad enough they don't want to pay you your full rate. They fight you over your minuscule raises when, when CEOs are getting $30 million bonuses and crap when a company's at its worst, and now you guys can't get any overtime. you uh, hiring all part-time. Hiring all part-time. Like, we need to stop worrying about other countries and start worrying about what's going on with our American workers here. That's why I refuse to use self-checkout. I, I, like, like we were talking about again with the teachers' union. They better wise up before they start just teaching every student in class with a TV screen and hire some teachers' age just to watch a class. Yeah, pay somebody $13 an hour to just stand and watch a class. Yes, yes. Why not? What, what would stop the teachers' union? What would stop the... 
the states from turning blackboards into a big iPad, John, and make it into a chalkboard. The teachers, one teacher from each state, or you could go federal if you wanted to, but we'll keep it. We'll keep it clean. We'll have 12 teachers from each state teach the entire curriculum. How's that sound, John? You got a kindergarten first through 12th grade, 13 teachers. And one teacher stands in a classroom somewhere and broadcasts it to every to every kid in the classroom and fire the other five, four, five hundred. Because that's what that's what everybody's doing by doing self-checkout and doing all this mobile ordering and all that crap. That that's that's what they're doing the jobs and and what would stop each state from doing that john you what what can unions do now our unions have no strength because you can't take anybody in a back room and tell them what for anymore can you john <laughs> nope no there's and unions have no power so what what's going to stop it and you got all these people crying about this that and the other thing but you don't have anybody crying about actual work all everybody wants to cry about is getting a free handout and it's sad. It, it really is. But it wouldn't. What would stop? And then you got different districts complaining that they don't have the same education. Am I wrong, John? They don't have as good a teachers as other other townships. You've heard that before, right? Oh yeah. So if you have twelve of the best teachers from each grade, everybody's getting taught by the same teacher. So nobody could cry. They're not getting the same curriculum, can they? perfect you get it all figured out yeah so i mean but my point was things are going to a bad way with work right now and i feel bad for you guys that they're hiring none but part-time employees that that's getting it's getting outrageous i wonder what the actual percentage is of full-time and part-time at disney world now uh when i when i got the job it was you just walked right into full-time so and now there's a waiting list to get full-time obviously but i would think i would think it's probably about 70 30 right now 70 percent full-time um i i haven't talked to it and the new the newer ones are the ones that are getting part-time at least at this point they haven't transferred anybody to part-time but when we did have i had a one-on-one with a, a leader couple of months ago and that was one of the things that he brought up if you know anybody that uh is you know uh thinking about quitting or anything if they were interested in going part-time we'd certainly like to hear about it so yeah yeah, yeah so they, they're they kind of uh putting feelers out for people to to go back to full time uh, part-time so yeah that's sad dude that's very sad i mean the one thing that's good about your job is your health insurance john yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's really great health insurance. So. I mean, with everything yeah. else, you could do whatever, but I mean, you could go get it. The reason you haven't is because of God forbid with lease and everything else like that. But you can make way more money working for a lot of other people than you do yep. working for Disney. Yep. So, I mean, I know you could try. You could probably drive truck and make probably a third more of what you're making now. Yeah the the job I had in the it's probably been 20 years ago i was actually when i was a route salesman for haagen i was making more money than i did uh, than i do now so yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's the difference yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very that was sad. a killer job <laughs> was, i should have never ever left that job but you know live and learn john yeah, a lot of yeah tell me about it oh my god i just looked over at the tv and there's taylor and her mom and jason kelsey's mom it's like <laughs> it's everywhere now she's dancing with with Mahomes is, I mean, it's like, I'm watching a football show and I got to see that. Uh, 
I guess I got to start singing, shake it off, shake it off, get rid of it. That song sucks, don't it? You like that song? I don't I don't pay enough attention to yeah. pop music. I mean, mm. when I get in the car, I put on my audiobooks or I listen to uh, uh, 80s hair yeah. bands. So. Yeah, me too. Classic <laughs> rock, baby. Yeah, you're 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 a good man, Charlie Brown. But anyway, <laughs> it's enough babbling, John. I'll let you go enjoy the rest of your day. Please, everybody, be kind to one another. Please, if you can, go to iTunes, and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Fold your strollers. Have a good week, and come see me on the on the uh, on the buses. Uh, happy Veterans Day from uh, last week. If uh, we missed it, uh, we appreciate all you veterans out there, myself included. Uh, it was a good day. I actually, uh, I, I cheated a little bit, and I wore my USS Detroit hat all day. So. <laughs> uh, good job, John. Yeah, yeah happy Veterans Day. I did tweet yeah, it out to everybody and tell everybody. Yeah, and I changed my uh, name tag to uh, uh, Petey, and it actually has USS Detroit on it now. So if, you're, if you happen to be in Walt Disney World and you're looking for me, look for Petey. There so. you go. Petey Pirate. There you go. All right, brother. Everybody be good. Happy Veterans Day again. Thank you for your service. And we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a great week. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.